0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, March 10th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift.
1: everyone, welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger and
0: I'm Brett Gidiman. And we
1: come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're gonna read again today about the grumbling laborers in the vineyard. but before we do that, let's have a moment for prayer.
0: Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you that you meet us wherever we are in our grumbling and in our cursing and our frustration and in our anger. Your grace and mercy are bigger than all doubts and cynicism that we can possibly muster. And we cannot be more grateful for that generosity. Mm -hmm. We pray this all in your name. Amen.
1: Amen. Friends, listen now to the 20th chapter of Matthew's Gospel, verses 1 through 15. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now, when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend. I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last the same as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? This is the word of the Lord.
0: Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Tara, for our Friday fun question, if you were to get banned from the library or a library, what would be the reason behind it?
1: So I have a real life example for you. That's that's why I wrote this question. (laughs) I I do a lot of studying and writing at the public library because I need to be somewhere where I can't fall asleep without humiliating myself. And so I was literally reading a preaching book, which you think, pretty dry, right? But something in it cracked me up, and I laughed, and I laughed so loud. <laughs> I mean, I was like, ha, ha, ha. And then I was like, oh, and like everyone was staring. There was a <laughs> lot of stink eye, and I was like, I'm going to get kicked out of the library.
0: For giggling at a, at a, at a For a laughing at a preaching book. book but it was Craddock. It. He is pretty funny. He is pretty funny. <laughs> he is pretty funny. Um this was this was something I wait so every at the end of each semester in seminary after my final final I would go across the street to the Princeton University Library which we had a a library card for which is like the seminary library is great but it's all theological books the university has every book Mm -hmm. ever Uh, and so I would go over and I would pick out like six novels for the break coming up Um, and the thing about these books were i want they were beautiful editions and i was like where do they find these uh-huh. uh and i come to realize that they they bind like they rebind yeah. in these beautiful hardback uh mm-hmm. so it's like i was reading a george macdonald book which only ever came out in paperback in the us uh and i looked everywhere Annals of a Quiet Neighborhood, which is about a, a, a small parish pastor, and it's a mm-hmm. sweet, uh, sweet story. And so I was like, on my last semester, I was reading, I was like, I could just never give this back. Oh. <laughs> no, no, one would ever know. Uh, I mean, they would, they would Someone know. No, <laughs> no one, no one would miss it. It's Uh-oh. such a beautiful edition. I don't have the abilities to. This is the only one that looks like this. I should steal this forever. Uh, but I didn't, uh, but if I, w- if I were to get theft. banned for a yeah. library, it'd be a really cool edition. Like, if I found a first edition of, like, a Tolkien, I'd probably just steal Doesn't that. Doesn't my
1: laughing seem cute now compared <laughs> to your yeah, mine's,
0: mine's, mine's like Mine's, like, pre- premeditated, <laughs> like, uh, grand theft.
1: Uh, uh, that's <laughs> hilarious.
0: But to our uh, uh, scripture to try to find some, I don't know, morality in this world, how... Is the landowner generous? The passage talks about generosity, and is this what is this parable talking about in terms of wages and land?
1: So the landowner is generous because he gives the set daily wage to all the workers, mm-hmm. no matter when they started working. Mm-hmm. Um, which side note, a daily wage is not a lot of money. It's literally enough to live on. Mm-hmm. No one's getting rich. No one's buying food for the week. It's a daily a daily amount. And so he has this generosity in that even those who came at five o'clock, they work until sundown, they are given the same daily wage. And so what the first laborers see as an, an injustice, as an unfairness, is really about generosity, being free with that daily wage to all people. Um, and I think Jesus tells this parable because it's not about the money and it's not about the laborers. What it's about is that... You can tell when Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is like, it is showing people what life is like living in Christ's kingdom. And so for me, the the money is really about the grace and mercy that Jesus shows all of us. And regardless of if you have been following Jesus from the first or you have followed Jesus only since the last, we are all offered grace and mercy and we are given enough. We are given our daily bread. And so, you know... The thing about righteousness is that we are worried we constantly have to be more righteous than someone else, and we want to know who is less righteous than us. But I think this is in the kingdom, we are all God's beloved children, and we are all offered mercy and grace. It's there for the taking. And um, and that's that's different than what we're used to. What do you think of about generosity and the, the landowner?
0: Yeah, you know these, these wages are, are God's grace and God's mercy, I think specifically borne out and that God has in that grace and mercy has saved all of us for, <laughs> for today. Uh, you yeah. know, God, that, that God's salvation lives out in each of us today. Uh, and, and that is enough. That is enough to get us through the day. Uh, and even if that grace and that mercy, uh, Comes to someone later in their life, shouldn't we be thrilled that we have existed uh, with the dignity of working towards the kingdom and the hope of working towards the kingdom uh, in these profound ways? It's this is a difficult passage, uh, you know. I, I think that needs to be honored. Of, I think this is one of the most, especially, especially as. Americans who have inherited a Puritan work ethic. Like, this is so countercultural. And it's something that we need. This is a story I think we need to hear, you know, once a quarter. Because uh, something we intellectually... Think about, or we we may realize that, yeah, God's that God's mercy is great, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we we hope everyone has God's mercy until we see it borne out in the world, yeah. and then we're like, well, not for that person, yeah. or not not in that way, yeah. uh, and so it's it's something that's so important, I think, to revisit in such an a, an appropriate text for Lent.
1: I think um, so. I. I love basketball documentaries. and I've been watching one on Shaquille O'Neal um, played for LSU. And then, of course, Laker and incredible basketball player. But they interviewed a bunch of his bodyguards and they talk about how Shaquille O'Neal has this habit of... He'll be out in the world and he'll see somebody who needs something and he'll like gift it to them. So mm-hmm. they showed this footage of he's in the Mac store somewhere in South America. And there are these two little boys who come in every day to look at the computers because they don't own a computer. Right. So he buys them computers. And it's just and it's not one time like they're talking about this is a part of his personality. So then they interview Shaq and Shaq says, look, I remember what it was like to be a small black kid who didn't have a lot. Mm. And because of that, I want to give. I think that this parable reminds us that we were undeserved sinners mm. who have been given us grace. And because of that, we should want to give. Mm-hmm. We should want others to have more. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a total change and shift in perspective. It was for first century listeners and it is for us now today, but that's what the kingdom's like.
0: And and as we talked about um Actually, not on the podcast but just you and I earlier Of those first laborers have been chosen uh, they've been chosen by yeah. God uh, by the by the landowner by God uh and that should be joyful I'm not going to lie I was a little disappointed you didn't try to do a shack impression when you said what he said <laughs> <laughs> i like to buy him toys. Oh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. (laughs) But it's so
1: funny because if you go online uh, and you're like, oh, say can't sleep or wake up at four in the morning like some of us do, you can like Google instance over and over where he goes and like pays off layaway and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. And it's just, it's rooted in him remembering that he had nothing. Mm -hmm. And now he has more than he ever dreamed of. And I wish that first laborer would remember that he had no employment. And then he was given a daily wage. And so he should want to give more to others. So with that, friends, we'll end with a quote from good old John Bunyan of the Pilgrim's Progress. You have not lived today until you have done something for someone who can never repay you. Now Mm, that's a
0: challenge. That'll preach. That'll preach. Thank you all for being with us. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend. We'll be back again on Monday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen.